Listening to Indie Fan Radio on One Foot Down, the One Foot Down podcast. I am Irish Tightness at Irish Tightness on Twitter. To my left, my brother, Indy McFly. I'm here. I'm here. Your Fighting Irish are 1 0. 1 0, baby. Against the Michigan Wolverines. Damn, that feels good to say. 1 huh? 0, unblemished. Fighting I mean, Irish, victorious, 24 17. Yeah. Ran over a skunk bear on the highway, roadkill. I mean, there wasn't a lot of crazy stuff in college football, like no huge upsets, but hey, man, being 1-0. I, I mean, guess, unless, <laughs> unless you're a Texas fan, Martin. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you got me deep, Texas. Wah, wah. Now, I will say this. Anybody that's following the, the one-foot-down staff picks, my brother picked Texas for his second team. I picked Navy, Navy right? Wah, yeah, surprise, wah. surprise. Navy got down huge uh, against Miami, or uh, against uh, Hawaii, who's got uh, basically a Heisman-level quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was over before it started. Similarly, I tweeted out, Michigan's fucked. This game is over. And I think it was in the first quarter, maybe at the end of the first quarter. I, I think Notre Dame jumped out all over that ass. I think it was over before it started. Do you agree? Well, you know, that's an interesting take. One of the last tweets that I saw, I don't know who it was, I apologize, but somebody was like, Notre Dame manhandled Michigan. And as the day progressed today, I'm at the time it did feel that way. As you watch the game, I'm like, we're smoking them. But then today I'm thinking, this is seven points. And it they is. had the ball and they screwed it up. I mean, yeah, Notre Dame forced the fumble. I mean, I'm not to take credit away from the defense there, but I'm like, this really wasn't like a complete beatdown, and and the stats kind of support that this game was. It's interesting. Like the naysayers can say, "Hey, this game was very close on paper," but but as you watch it, the eyeball test. Anybody that watched the game, you can't come to any other conclusion other than Notre Dame had it in control. Listen, I mean, they had it in control. And, and here's the irony here. Me, one of the biggest haters, is telling people on Twitter, like, calm down. Michigan's not coming back. This thing's in the bag. I mean, from the very get-go, I mean, I got to say this. I mean, look, when we talked last week, Notre Dame, basically over Brian Kelly's tenure, is a fringe top 25 team. If you want to aspire to something greater than that, and we all do, even the people that say you need to win more, also want to aspire to be something greater. It doesn't mean you're a bad fan if you want Notre Dame to win more. But, I mean, you know, you have to – I think you have to recognize that this was an ass-kicking, and this is a great start to the season. I'm thrilled. And the truth is when so many teams have come out flat, ill-prepared, not matched the hype, if you think about the teams that Brady Hoke played uh, against Notre Dame, they, mm-hmm. they were Michigan was always more hype. It meant more to them. And in this game, the green out apparently worked. The stadium looked like it was sort of rocking. I think there was almost some sort of home field advantage, dare I say. Mm-hmm. And, and the Irish coming right out of the gate. 
I, you got to say they were better coached. Well, they were better coached. They look ready to go, and I thought they punched Michigan in the mouth. Bang bang! It felt like uh, Ohio uh, or Oklahoma twenty thirteen when when we were on the wrong side of that. Where Reese threw a pick and they were down fourteen nothing before. before. Mm-hmm. And and it and it could and I thought so. I I, I think Notre Dame had this thing from the get go. And I swear, man, it felt like there was a couple of things they just didn't convert on. This could have gone like death bucket Miami Miami game. They could have absolutely took Michigan to the fucking woodshed in this game. Well, had a few had a few things gone a different way. It could have got insane, but it was in control the entire game. Yeah, I no agree. Doubt. I agree. And it's interesting that you say that because there there was something missing where Notre Dame just didn't want to put their foot on the gas, or maybe they weren't able to. I don't know what that was. But to your point. Point. What we look for in the opening game, what we've harped on Kelly many, many, many times in the past, and I have no problem opening this podcast by giving credit where due. The team came out from the from Dude. the opening kickoff, ready to play, looking hype. And and to your point, the the earlier it was in the game, the more Notre Dame looked in control. It started. I wouldn't say it started to slip, but they they maybe a little bit complacent. They were kind of sitting on the egg you can, in the second half, and people, but never really scary. And people never were scary. a little pissy and, and whatever, but it's like they didn't have... They hit, Mich, listen, dude, Michigan wanted none of that. They no, didn't want anything. Right. I mean, look, listen, they have good players. They have good oh, players. Sure, sure. They've got talent on their roster. Um, they were confused. I mean, they, they were, were just, they, they were, were, they were confused. Um, and, and they weren't executing. And, and look, their offense was never a threat the entire game. It just weren't. I mean, yeah. you say it was only a seven point game, but one of those touch, uh, touchdowns was a kick return. So yeah. they scored one offensive touchdown. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying it's like because Notre Dame's defense is elite and I'm not saying that Notre Dame did well because Michigan's offense is complete dog shit and it's probably a little bit of both somewhere in there but the truth is they were never a threat offensively and so if you're Notre Dame you can be a little conservative run three times and punt take a couple of deep shots who cares I mean they those were like jugular shots you know in a couple instances especially with Wimbush who's not hitting intermediate passes anyways you might as well let him launch and quite frankly that's what backs him up a little bit so you keep running on him i do listen notre dame was in control from the get-go i think it was never in doubt i had my blood pressure did not raise one iota in this game at all and i get and i get more excited than anybody well i just did i never had fear of this game and even at the end i was like michigan ain't gonna do shit yeah and one of the funniest things is you know kelly kelly has a way of being able to manage a two-score game he makes a two-score game sometimes feel like you're up by four touchdowns he he, that's how 2012 was exactly Ten, it, ten points it, might have and, might as well been of infinity. And the and the correlation between this year and twenty twelve. I mean, before we get too far down down the road of comparison, the defense kind of led led the story. I think in, in to a point in this game. I mean, when we when we dig into Wimbush's stats, the offensive stats, really nothing that sexy. But the defense was really the the emotional catalyst for this game. The def, the the front line. I mean, all over the place, no. and really both sides of it. Honestly, I mean, you saw two really elite defenses. I think, and then you saw two offenses that um, were kind of trying to find identity. But you, but the number one thing is, and again, we we've harped so much, but flat out, this Notre Dame was was a hundred percent better coached in this game than there, Michigan was. I mean, hundred percent. The talent you, was probably gotta, pretty and close. You got to take your head off. I, I mean, again, we're we are ardent uh, critics. Yeah, but we're honest. We're honest. Absolutely. I mean, flat out, Notre Dame was better coached. They were absolutely prepared. Well, look, I mean, nothing but, caught and, them and off and guard. Before the season, it's easy to just. There's nothing to. T- people are like. 
we want matchups. We why are you guys talking so much about fashion? What do you you know? Because none, like, none of it. nothing has happened yet. And none you of it matters. Dope. I yeah, mean, there's right. nothing to talk about. Now there is, and the Irish looked phenomenal. And to your point, the direction you were heading that way. I mean, you know, you certainly wouldn't say that this formula. Uh, you know, if we're looking big picture, like could this team go playoff, national championship run? You know. Um, the formula we said before would either be transcendent quarterback play or something 2012-esque, right? Mm-hmm. Of just lockdown defense and kind of right. kind of muddle along. I mean, you certainly wouldn't say Wimbush uh, was transcendent. No. You know, but he may have been one of the differences in this game for yeah. sure. And the other thing is, look, I mean, our defensive line uh, and our defense held, uh, I mean, Clark Lee, as far as a passing grade for his debut, I mean, <laughs> pretty damn strong. Uh, they held Michigan to 58 yards rushing, which yeah. is what Georgia did to Notre Dame last right, year. Right. So in that context, what could you what could you possibly? Listen, anybody that's followed the show with any length knows that we would, if there was a nit to pick, we'd be all over it. I don't know how you could be pissed about this game at all. It was beautiful. And the best thing about it was against Michigan. Yeah. I'm surprised that you're so positive. Like, I honestly, I don't. This I, game was fucking awesome. I dude. wouldn't say that I have a nit to pick, but two I rushing touchdowns, 132 yards is not staggering. But they stuck with it. 62 percent or some whatever it was over 60 percent of their plays were run plays. If you call a higher percentage of runs, you're going to get more yards on the passing. They took yeah. their shots deep. I like that Wimbush is thrown over the top. Uh, I mean, if Alizé Mack and, and a couple other people had had a couple extra grabs, this thing is even in worse. And and God, okay, v- let's pick let's nit, let's pick nits. Uh, what what is the what? I don't know what the actual verb is there. He had two flat out drops. One of them hit him in the shoulder pad. He's dicey. Look, I and mean, I hope he's and, okay. First of all, he got a r- vicious headshot. He did. He did. Oh, okay. Side note here: Why does NBC? Why did they show that twelve times? Why like, did they have yellow on the yard marker? Oh it makes okay, no sense. Okay. That NBC. Absolutely... Look, NBC is a whole side podcast that we could do. There's a lot of flutie hate out there. There's it's a, a circus. Not to mention, NBC's not on Dish right now. Did you? You know that ABC and NBC well, are first with, of all. You know I'm an old school. I'm, well, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm out there with this. The, yeah, game. that's how I am too. So I don't hey, know anything Dish, about. By it. the way, fuck you guys. It actually looked better over the air. Than I don't know anything channel, about so. Dish. The yellow. You're right. The down and distance thing was ridiculous. Um, I don't know what the story was with that. Dude. When out when Mac got hit, I mean that was a vicious hit, and and they showed it like twelve times. I mean, come on, people. Like we all know, football is in an interesting place right now with these hits. Like that was salacious. Why are they doing that? But but again, I don't want to knock anybody, but he had one go right off the sternum of his shoulder B- pads. Bilal looked a little sketchy in the first half. He he missed a couple of you know. backs and tight ends going out to the flats. He was just late picking them up. There were a couple of guys here and there that missed assignments. He he but there were also word. some guys that no, were listen, really dude, look. I mean, all in all, really exciting to watch. I mean, I mean, let's, let's just let's just start from the very beginning of this. The green out worked. The oh, green out dude, worked. What? Oh the my! Ushers, I don't even know what to do right now. It's usher, like you're eating usher, an ice cream sundae. This is, what is I mean, happening? What more do you want? Every everything that you're so pissed about over the last few years. Listen to this. Not only the green out, the ushers wore blue and white instead of yellow, so they didn't look like the shit dandelions okay. out there. The other Michigan fans. So somebody either that a was listen, a good idea. A listen to this podcast or B had the foresight to do you know to make that change. So good on you. From the very beginning, dude. Michigan's running to the sideline on third and two. They're running. Now they're not going north they're running to the sidelines they're in shotgun on third and inches it's like michigan was brian Ke- early early notre dame brian kelly was coaching them. they did all the 
pussy ass and shit that you could possibly drive you insane. Notre Dame was ready to go. Michigan is going empty backfield on short yardage, and Dalen Hayes is eating them alive. Every they went to, they went empty backfield two or three times, and Notre Dame just overloaded one of the ends and crushed. I mean, it was just it made so much sense. Offensive line was picking up stunts early. Alohi Gilman, Alohi, I don't know how to say it. I mean, it's Who just cares? It's just, He's all it's over the just place. Decimating people. He was. He looked great. I mean, I got to mention that one of the best defenders happens to come from Kenny Amontalolo's team. But, you know, I mean, listen, that dude was playing, gu- I mean, just just balls out. Um, Mustafer, I saw Mustafer down the field on several plays. I mean, runs, passes. You got your center 20 yards down the field. Wimbush looked pretty good in the pocket as far as moving around and stepping up and running when it was appropriate. Dude, there was like a third and inches, fourth and inches, whatever. Wimbush is under fucking center. Brock Wright is in at fullback, and they run straight ahead on a QB sneak with a fullback coming up and pushing the guy. It makes perfect sense. Everything that you could possibly want was in this game, at least in the first half. And Michigan is doing all the dopey stuff that, as a Notre Dame fan, drove you insane about Brian Kelly the last, you know, whatever, six years up until last year. What? It was beautiful. Are you done? Are you? No, I'm like a third oh of the way through gosh, two pages. Are you? What do you want to say? This was immaculate. Immaculate. Listen, here, I, I can't believe this. For those of you out there that have even listened to this podcast, I have to play the the sanity check. I have to. I have to be the the check down person here. This is this is bizarre to me. You are just listen over the top listen, with, with happiness, dude, and Joy. Mi- I don't even know what's th- happening because the coaching was. You're right. Phenomenal. You're right. Listen, Michigan sacked Wimbush. The very next play, they came back at him with the screen. They let Michigan get some additional pressure. They came. Back at him with the screen and hit him. I mean, it's just that's what a normal person would do. Geez, before halftime, how many times? And I put this on Twitter. How many times before the half in years past has have we just taken a knee or run three stupid, you know, like just meaningless plays totally. just to run out the clock? And you're like, what the hell is wrong with Brian? Does this guy not want to win the football game? Yeah. What are you doing, you clown? They were, dude. They were taking shots. They had what a minute left, and they were going down the field like they wanted more. And then Michigan sat on it, down two. It, scores it, they sat it on it was, right it's it's like it's weirdo world dude it, this is and michigan like, did everything that used to drive you this crazy is about the Notre twilight Dame, right? zone i don't know who this brian kelly is but he's doing every he's he's doing the complete opposite of everything that is, he's ever done that drives you insane yeah yeah and i don't even care about taking deep shots or being conservative because michigan wasn't doing shit in this game that's true and that was a fact this dude this game it was over. It was over at the end of the first quarter. The game was over. I agree. I agree that Harbaugh was just head over. You know, he had his. He was just upside down. He didn't know what was going on. They were jerking around with the quarterbacks. They didn't know who they wanted. By the way, was Patterson in tears before the final drive? What's the story here? I swear he was crying before the last drive. Like it's one thing if you cry after the game. He was crying before. Okay, listen. He just, knew it was over, dude. Just to pump the brakes, just in case there's somebody out there that wants to say, "Whoa, that's it." I'm not saying this was bad. There's, trust me, Notre Dame had the game. The in only hand. thing you can knock is special teams. The only thing. Okay, first of all, they, and they and without that kick return, they would have shut Michigan out in the first half. That's true. That's true. They were all dude. Yard they points. Were all over yard them. points. They, they, very close. Listen, Do we need to talk yard points? They were all over Michigan. 
Michigan like stank on shit coming out game one, coming out hype, new new O line coach, this? new DC dude. They they put it on Michigan. How about this? I will throw you a couple of the probable naysayer topics and you just say if there's any <laughs> Listen, if I, there's any credence at all to any of these retorts okay can we do that I, you know if there is some if there's a kernel of truth to it you know i'm happy Dude, to this is it. like you have a propeller hat on you're eating cotton Boom. candy this is completely unlike you i am i don't even know because this is it just was, because this, it's michigan it, that's part of it, but this was a big opponent, a, a primetime game, uh, the opening game of the season. Um, uh, you know, was, you could have some promise, and it was fucking brilliant. It, the coaching was all, These guys look like they know what the hell they're doing. It's Which amazing. Which is encouraging. That's true. It's okay. amazing. Okay, really quick. Well, we'll just go rapid fire. Do you have any concern at all that no, that Michigan outgained Notre Dame total yards in this game? <laughs> Who cares about yard points? Serious? Yard points, okay. Give me a break. Do you have any concern that Michigan had more time of possession than Notre Dame? I don't give two shits. Do you care at all that Michigan and Notre Dame were only one first down apart? from each other does, a lot of parity there it doesn't matter do you care that shea patterson had more passing yards than brandon wimbush no i don't they, do you care that he had a much higher completion percentage than brandon wimbush in this game doesn't matter how okay many, how many rushing yards he, did he, he have? also has salty tears brandon wimbush had 59 rushing yards which we probably yeah, both agree patterson was an had X negative factor. five negative do four. you care that notre dame's team rushing yards Average was two point eight. It's a little low. It it is that that's a little low. I mean, I think one thirty two is yes. not, is not. Uh, I'm in your head now. But, but look, I mean, they ran for fifty five against Georgia last year. I mean, I have no doubt that they're gonna they're gonna run for nine billion yards against Ball State and just stomp them. So you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, Michigan's got a good D-line. They got a good defense. I mean, they got one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. So to run they for 100... They had a very active D-line. I mean, they uh, were... Whatever concern I might have... Uh, uh, they are a marquee only, D-line. About only 132 yards, I mean, is greatly offset by the fact that Michigan ran for 58 you know, mm-hmm. so I just I, it, and Notre Dame committed to the run. They, right? still, they had dude, forty-seven they, carries. It, it was for fine. the team. It was fine, and it wasn't any goofy trick shit. I mean, it, by and large, it was pretty straightforward. Um, you know, Armstrong's first touchdown was just phenomenal. Like he didn't really do much after that, but that first touchdown was listen, just gorgeous. Not, not that you I mean, say it that. really was. Listen, dude, if Dexter Williams would have played, he's Who? he's possibly one of the best running backs on Notre Dame's roster in the last decade. We'll, we'll never know, but he could be. Yeah, of course, D- dude. If Dexter Williams would have played. I mean, and there were a couple of bounces just here and there that this thing could have been. I mean, this could have been blowout city. Oh my god, they could have obliterated them. But it was never in doubt ever. Mm-hmm. It was never in mm-hmm. doubt. And what I mean, okay, could something have gone better? Could they take a few less deep shots or complete a few more passes here or there? And yeah, I mean, look, I, I do. Have, if if I have one concern coming out of this game, it's Brian Pullian. Mm-hmm. That's my concern coming out of this game. I'm not worried about kicking per se. I mean, good grief! What Yoon hit like a 48? I think 48, <laughs> 48 yarders. Auto, like I Automatica. Mean, I mean, like uh, like an effort. This it's like, is. it's like Mickelson taking a check swing on a wedge and putting it to like no, six dude, inches. Yoon is Yoon is like when they first had football games and they didn't really have enough programming to actually program a miss for the kicker. So like if you went for a field goal in like the original Tecmo Bowl, like it was it was going in because the code wouldn't even allow you yeah so that to i mean this i mean what a, what a great asset you so, know in the kicking i mean look and we knew some too right his first listen, one was kind we, of a botch said, and after i mean that, we've just, said this for several years newsom is huge. either newsom is either a bomb or a shank 
Yeah. I mean, that's basically what he well, is. Most punters but, are. But his, but... but his bombs are, the, the percentage of those is increasing. So the, he had the two inside the five. The kicking side of special teams is fine. The coverage the side, side yeah. leaves a little bit to, de- to be desired. Now, was it Claypool, I think, was the one that came down and hawked a guy down? Mm-hmm. down. Yep. So that was yep. nice. And and I applaud them for playing a starter in that role if he's the if he's the fastest, most aggressive will, guy willing to go yeah. down there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It seems like Nico Fertitta or somebody could do that, but those guys will probably get ejected for targeting just as easy. I don't know. But the kickoff thing is is, is a little bit of a concern. Um, someone had made mention on Twitter that, that Polian is just living off his reputation of landing Manti Teo 10 years ago. I don't know if that's the case or not. I mean... He was a Weiss guy, so it's not like Kelly is recycling one of his buddies. I mean, it's not like uh, what nepotism, I guess, is family. I don't know what the word would be for just your close friends, but cronyism. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, this is unlike Brian Van Gorder. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, but at the same time, like Pullian isn't. I mean, is he an okay recruiter and just a meh, coach? Maybe I don't know. He's he's one guy that I'd be curious to see if they don't improve throughout the year or if special teams coverage costs them a game. What happens? Because I'd hate to see him be hung on too long if he's not performing. Similar to how Brian Van Gorder was retained for another year, which was fucking asinine. Well, of course. But that, make- be, that being said, I'm not let you go. The reason why I didn't worry about this game being lost at the end, unlike previous years, is because Clark Lee showed himself to be much more proficient early in this game than Van Gorder. It's not like Devin Kajus is just running straight down the middle of this defense like they did on BVG. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the big plays, like you saw, you said, I mean, the biggest play in the game was a 99-yard kick return. Um, I think that, I mean, what, what what's the long here? I'm looking at Michigan's rushing. We go long, down a little longest, bit. Longest the longest rush 10. was 10 yards. Yeah, I, I mean, mean and, and what's the passing? I mean, they didn't they had they had one bomb okay on the passing that a 52 yard but you're right and the thing about special teams which nothing new here we all know this you don't get that many chances to prove your worth when you're a special team you have what in the, in the course of a game plays that actually matter and that can really turn the tide of a game you bet maybe four five and it's a hard thing because kick return and kick off and kick, field goal and punt there are a lot I mean, of look, different I, things happening but the reality is if you're the guy in charge of those types of plays um, I mean, there's, it's one thing it, to give up big returns. It's one thing to miss field goals. And Michigan had a bad hold, right? But a 99-yarder, I mean, that, that's dicey. But you know. and you'd hate to see Notre Dame lose a game to like Florida State or somebody later in the year based on like a yeah. punt, on a punt return that just because those sure those can be well mo- those are X factors those I mean, can that's be what, momentum shifters. Yeah. Michigan just had, I mean. That that all that kicker. There's a dead body on the ground, and you take a and you and you go and you shock the guy, and you get like boop boop two beeps, and then he's back to flatline. Yeah. That's that's what that punt. That's what that kick return no, was right. for Michigan. Yeah. They're, they're already a corpse. This game, they're already yeah, he's uh, never mind. They're, they're never already mind. they're already yeah. dead. So you grab a defibrillator and pump this guy one time. I mean, his legs moved for a second, and then he's back to dirt nap. Yeah, that's right. all that was. Right. No. Well, that, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I, now, I think that's when you're playing a team with a assessment. pulse later in the year. Stuff like that can kill you. Well, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It's a it's a problem. You know, I I think that the cool here's here's maybe this is the maybe this is the reason why I don't have the uh, unfettered optimism that you do. And I'm not saying I don't. I mean, I, trust I me. I'm not even saying you need to translate this and optimism for the year. I'm just saying, as far as this game, it was fucking beautiful. In the moment, right? It's this is perfect. Here's here's what I think is the most interesting about this. And again, it's one game. What else? But what else can we do, right? All we can do is take one game. I think that the MO was so different from what we saw last year. Last year, you and I were super excited because Notre Dame had this stout.
without O-line, they were running over people. I know it was Miami of Ohio a couple times, you know, one of the games there where they had a ton of rushing yards. But the rush yards weren't that much, and the O-line doesn't really have a rushing type of push. I mean, the they, offense they was a little bit more balanced, which I, I think— It's Armstrong's first game. I think Jones the balance is, is what jo- Kelly Jones wants, Jones has not which been a major about, player right? in the past, right? Yeah. So there's no— I mean, there's nobody. You got Avery. There's nobody in the backfield that you have a ton of confidence right now. I mean, you sh- nor should you. But again, t- think of the infusion that, that Dexter Williams gives you in three weeks. Yeah. That, that's big. No, I agree. Assuming he can and, and Wimbush he is can a... get up to speed. And again, and not. I don't want to. I mean, you're going to hear 2012 comparisons galore if this team plays good defense because that's just the tendency. I mean, hey, let's call what it is. It's like you got a mobile quarterback who can, you know, make things happen with his feet a little bit as long as Golson doesn't turn into Wimbush with turnovers or Wimbush doesn't turn into Golson. Right. You know, strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> yeah. um, it just has a similar feel like, hey, listen, he can do just enough to win you some games. No, I, I think agree. that's the way it feels right now. I agree. And if he starts getting better at passing and if they can get a little – because I, I agree, the push isn't huge on, on offense, but you know, but, but you lost McGlinchey and Nelson. But don't it's you think Michigan's be, one of the best mention, D-lines you're going to see, right? It's one I of mean, the better ones, yeah, for sure. Not to mention Jeff Quinn's a new O-line coach for him. So, again, I mean, stuff that we had questions on is can Clark Lee make a, adjustments? I mean, I think Michigan did a little bit better in the second half offensively than they did in the first, so they made some tweaks against us. So it's hard to say exactly what, what Lee was, was doing. Um, but, you know, by and large, I think everybody got a passing grade in their first test. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you um, – okay, let's talk Wimbush for one second here. Do you have any concerns about what you saw from Wimbush? His his completion percentage, as noted, was 55, which is more than his career up to this point. So he's outperforming a little bit on the completion percentage. He did have a pick. He has a couple back leg throw it up in the field of play situations that are a little bit alarming. Does it, it, doesn't he – it, I mean, I mean, there, again, there I'm are not trying some, to poo-poo look, anything. I, I look, the game I, was great. I, listen, I put on Twitter. I mean, guy Tommy Reese is his quarterback coach for crying out loud. So of course he's. I mean, he's probably being coached to throw. <laughs> when off in his doubt, back, just the, chuck it. He's right? probably being coached to throw off his back foot to the other team. No, yeah. I, listen, here was Notre Dame's game plan. You know, let's try to run. Um, we're, we're gonna run. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna commit to the run, which they did. Um, we're going to take some deep shots and try to go over the top of these guys. We're not really afraid of them. And because what, we have Chris Fink just and, pulling it down in the double team. That, I mean, and that's, dude. What, and that's what they did. So, that was insane. I mean, I don't know. You'd have to see the scatter chart of like where, you know, intermediate, short, deep, you know, left, center, right of where he was actually throwing to. I don't, I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me for that. But you got a couple drops from Mac. Um, you got some stuff that were like uh, close, you know, um, you know, Boykin or uh, like or, or Claypool. Boy- Boykin and Mac like ran into yeah, each other right. on so there, one. So there's some stuff yeah. like that. It's just some timing right. stuff. But also like Wimbush was just asking to launch deep. I mean, yeah. uh, you can't expect him to be. Now listen. Now if you watched Navy uh, Navy and, and Hawaii last night, the team from Hawaii was just launching shit like that left and right, and and guys are catching them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like you're blowing you're blowing deep to 
to Will Fuller every time, and they're all being completed. So that guy had like whatever five six hundred yards. But no, I mean, listen, in the context of where they were at, they were in control. They were just being relatively conservative, and then just every now and again, just saying, "Hey, maybe we can land a kill shot," mm-hmm. which is Brian Kelly loves doing that, just launching deep a couple of times. That's what they were asking him to do, and you're not going to hit a ton of those. Well, and I don't have a problem with that. I mean, we saw that in not, Charlie I, Weiss days, and that was all. It's all fun and good. But here's the thing: as the season progresses, I mean, you no, can't. Throw I know, picks. and I'm not. I'm again. I'm. I'm not trying to downplay this game in itself. However, as the season progresses, one of the simple things I think that Wimbush can do. Maybe he's not going to be the transcendent guy, but to really improve the quality of Notre Dame's offense. And you said it. Notre Dame won this game by a touchdown. I mean, all this stuff is great, but at the end of the day, if somebody just looks at the paper, you know, the paper scorecard here, they won by seven points. And if Wimbush can hit. Everything underneath 10 yards, I mean, it's a little dicey. Some of these screens, like his throws are just not clean. And, and that those are those should be very simple things for him to clean up, right? Some of the short throws, the dink and dunk type stuff, the release type stuff. And then every once in a while when he pulls it down, he he still runs to the sideline like he's in high school. And there's he something one, about that he, that I don't understand. I'm yeah. like, listen, man, you got to well, follow they, a block and go well, straight. Well, they've probably told him get out of bounds and don't get knocked out of the game. Yeah, he did have one on a draw, or if maybe he just pulled it down and went straight up the gut for like 17 yards right after yeah. a sack. So that was pretty. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, what was the dude's name? Winovich. I mean, that he was Winovich was all over him. I mean, Winbush got hit a lot in this game. That 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 dude Winovich. Had yeah, they have a great defense. I mean, nobody know, can really rip I mean, on, he was on in Michigan's his defense a here. lot. Um, and so the trend, you know, overall, as as Michigan started to have a little more success, you know, kind of went from this is going to be a massive blowout to everybody was feeling like don't blow it. But I, I mean, just by and large. They they were they were on him, man. I yeah. mean, Aquara gets the pick, uh, feeling a little twenty twelve ish when you're seeing that. Um, Dude, dropping from D N. You, you know, know Wimbush, from Wimbush is doing just enough. I mean, Max not Tyler Eifert, but you know, kicking's good. Um, Dalen Hayes is getting loose on the edge, like I said before. I mean, and again, you throw Dexter Williams into the equation, and I think that just amps up the offense even more. Um, that really, at the end of the game, I mean, it almost even had a 37 nothing feel to it. I mean, Coney scoops and scores that fumble, and it's just like Elijah Shoemate going the distance. Yeah, I mean that could have that could have been that could have been an exclamation point on this thing. I mean, look, it was over at 14 nothing. Michigan shit their pants. I mean, okay, great, they won in yard points, but their coaching staff did a tremendous job. Notre Dame was hyped. They looked like they had a home field advantage. I don't know. What. Well, what else and, you want to do? No, and you're right. And I to mean, your we can point, play like, the victory march for the next 20 minutes and call it a show. Yeah, and, we're and, done. And, you we're know, done here. To your point, if you're a Michigan fan right now, there's no way that you're like, well, we were, we were within seven. It was a pretty close game. Like Michigan fans are probably outside of their mind right now because they're, they're watching. They should be because their coach the co- turned into Brian it, Kelly he 1.0. He absolutely did. I mean, you're, you're not wrong there. So I'll just say this again. I mean, it's simply a word of caution or what I would like to see. The game was great. Notre Dame won. It was never in doubt. I agree with all those things. But last year in particular, we were we were used to this serious rushing output. At least that was kind of when Notre Dame was really clicking on all cylinders. Was the was the really stout rushing Wimbush? 
I mean, a lot of people think that he's going to be the X factor that makes Notre Dame a special team. And thus far, listen, I mean, 12 of 22, 170 yards, a TD and a pick. The 59 rushing yards are great, but he's not hes not really getting to any next level just yet. So we'll wait and see. And then from the running back, somebody needs to step up, whether it's Dexter or whether it's Armstrong. I mean, who knows? J- Jones Jr., somebody, there, there is a vacuum currently on offense. And the good news is any guy can step up. Claypool can step up and make a bigger name for himself. Boy, can step up Mac I'm not I'm losing faith in him because again he still has the drops but somebody on offense is really going to have to get to a star level and again this is one game but what else can we do nobody did anything really special on offense and 24 points is great but if the defense is not able to hold other teams to 17 not every team Notre Dame plays this year is going to be inept all right on the coaching side of things is the prediction i have here so when you start playing against a stanford that probably won't make those types of mistakes usc who knows some of the other these other teams on the schedule are going to be able to produce more than 17 points and Notre Dame's defense looked good trust me it's all good i'm just saying who who is going to be the go-to person they on gave offense up, they gave up 10 yeah, and, sans, and special teams. Sands special teams. It, it was great. I mean, I, you're right. I mean, I'm not knocking. I'm just saying, and and maybe it's because there's a lot of balance on the offensive side. And I'm like, look, the mo- the highest receiver had 55 yards. The 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 leading rusher they had 35. They spread it around a bunch. Yeah, I mean, there's nobody's you know, a, yeah. nobody's elite. And there's no elite receiver. There's no Michael Floyd to there's just go committee. to the that's, whole. You know, you know which that is, works. And, it works, and that's fine. We'll see. Honestly, know? run a couple pass plays, and when they break down, just let Wimbush bust bust a 12 yard run. That's gonna be enough mm-hmm. for a while. Okay, it sure as hell is gonna be enough against Ball State. Well, that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, so there's, I know, there's I no immediate threat. This team's got a l- little bit of time to start getting better before they get the meaty part of their schedule. Yeah, but again, the actual mechanics of how it happened were almost irrelevant because what we said before this game to me is the most the most important and the most true, which was marquee opponent, playing at night, playing at home. You need to come out like you care. You need to come out like you're at home, like the game matters, and they absolutely did that. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more in terms of you know, the attitude and the swagger and all that kind of stuff. Chris Peterson, Tom Herman, Chip Kelly, they all lost. I mean, all the hot names that everybody's got to, you know, we should get this guy, you know, and and Brian Kelly, uh, you know, again, I mean, we kind of, kind of reinvented himself last year. Miami was a, was a gaping flesh wound that you can't ignore. Um, As far as the, the trend for this year, the very first data point is 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 high up and to the right. I mean, it's already yeah, totally. it's it. You know, you're starting from a great point. They may they may crumble from here. They may finish eight and five. It's Coach Osinko all over again. And you're thinking back on this Michigan game, like, geez, man, remember when we were rope doped into thinking that this was going to be something great? But right now, I mean, as far as your first data point, which is all you have to go on this year. Up until up until yesterday, all we had is history on Brian Kelly, right? right? Which has been extremely inconsistent and and reluctant to change often. And there were some really good things to like last year. There were also some things to not like last year. Oh, by the way, there's been a little bit of turnover in the coaching staff and the running. So, you know, you don't know. But as far as, as game one, I 
I, you no, can, I'm I, with I, you. I, I cannot be happier. Well, and the number one thing is I, be, I mean, because of the coaching, you know, right? If they went 44 to six or something, okay, fine. And but <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this easily could have got that. It, it well, easily could have spiraled and, out of control again, for Michigan, and it basically was out of control for him. Anyways. But it's all because of the coaching. I mean, I think that's such an important point, especially for our podcast. We've harped so much on Kelly. Like you said, everything they did was very logical. They didn't freak they out. They just don't have the home run offensive. You know, like that's they just don't have that home run offensive guy like go deep to Will Fuller and yeah. then and then just blow the blow the doors off this bitch. They're not quite there yet. Or even Adams last year, which wasn't necessarily the most electric, but he always found that that magical seventy seven yard run yeah, every game yeah. for whatever Malcolm, reason. It was Malcolm just... Perry had a seventy five yarder for Navy last night. Really? Well, I mean that was the thing that was kind of missing to me was the real big plays. But again, it's only because we were conditioned That's to do right. so. But you but, said it but like... what was twenty twelve wasn't big plays other than Sierra Woods straight up the gut against uh, against Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, the number one thing is you said, I mean, what we think has been missing was just some of the logical coaching des- decisions. The, the, and they were all, the, they all the, made the, sense. The only, the, and the, they all I don't want to say the only, one of the main concerns is certainly kick coverage, which I'm sure they will spend some time on. And the other thing is just consistency. That's one thing Brian Kelly's never had. He's just never been consistent in anything, whether it's, you know, sticking with a court. I mean, I guess running Josh Adams was the only thing they've been consistent in for a long time. Yeah. So to, to see him carry it from week to week is, is the only question mark I have at this point. Otherwise, uh, Michigan 17, Notre Dame 24, you got to feel good about that. It's Labor Day weekend. Uh, Irish certainly put in some work. No, I hey man, I agree. Like I said, I think there's so much there's so much good. It was way it was it was not a seven point game. I mean, I think we've we've hit that note. It was not a seven point game. I, I will say if there's anything that you know, if you want to nitpick, it's like who who is gonna be who's gonna be the marquee guy on offense? And yeah, maybe maybe that's just one take, but this type of game, if Notre Dame can pull this off, there's a lot of teams on the schedule they could play that game and and be fine. I mean, be absolutely. There's only about three games that that would maybe wouldn't suffice depending on the opponent. But you got seven eight teams on the schedule right now. You play that game you did you did yesterday, you're you're fine. Right, so there's not, not going to be any problem whatsoever. I'm and, not worried about anything other than going to bed early and having a great day tomorrow, golfing, pool, whatever the hell we're all doing. Right. Well, just, for all of you out there, you know this is the podcast po- where you come for the feel good, listen, this, happy this unicorn is rainbow. Over before it started, just like that game, this thing is <laughs> over, man. We're done. Yeah. We're done early. We're, we're up to touchdowns. We're going to take a couple. Five. We're going to take a couple deep shots, watch uh, LSU and, and Miami, and call it a night. There's there's nothing else to say. That's true. You're right, and there's nothing else. There's, we, 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 there's we no other talk data. For another twenty nope. minutes. This, nope. this game was perfect. I don't. It was perfect. Could they have run for more yards? Sure. Could they have had a lower percentage for Patterson? I guess. Could they have held him to not running a kick? Yeah, okay, fine. But by and large, this thing was in control. Well, and they didn't need any of that, they, right? They, 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 they look like they have a competent coaching staff. They've got some decent parts that hopefully will mature and continue to improve over the course of the year. It's never been a question of roster, in my opinion. It's always been a question of coaching and execution. As far as can Notre Dame actually win one, you know, the big one, they've always got talent on their roster. They always do. They always do. Yep. Again, this year they do as well. It's a matter of can somebody go out there and motivate them and put them together and go play a solid game plan? Dude. They they took they took Michigan's lunch money. It all I seemed mean, to like, make sense, man. First day of school, punch a kid in the face, took his lunch money. They were ready. Depantsed him. 
hit the bricks, kid. Yeah, and they were ready. Was, and that was Michigan. They're going, I, I can't they're going disagree. home from the get-go. That's it. I don't know what else to say. I hope everybody enjoys their Labor Day if you're uh, listening to this on uh, on Monday. We're feeling good, man. I mean, you got some actual evidence. Unless you want to talk about fashion, there were a couple of comments on One Foot Down uh, that maybe we should talk less about fashion. I thought maybe we need to talk more. Oh, no. Well, that was only because of the absence yeah. of an actual that, game to right. talk about, right. right? Hey, if you want to go put some comments in, uh, check out One Foot Down. Um, there's some super tags in there. One Foot Down podcast. If you want any of the old stuff, I think we're on iTunes and all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I if think it shows up there. It, Whatever. Free too. Hit us on Twitter. Yeah. But uh, other than that, hey, feeling good. Go Irish. All right. All right.